0: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand.
1: Now, we are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana. Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs>
0: this is the Rod Peterson Show.
1: Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Wednesday hump day. Broadcasting live from the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center. I'm here. Darren Moose DuPont has moved now 30 feet from me. <laughs> on the other side of this stage, the Event Center. I'm so ready to have so much fun yes. today. And I'm going to tell you how and Hi, Darren. In a moment program, our guests, uh, TSN anchor Jermaine Franklin, a legend of Calgary sports and also of TSN and our NFL insider Jim Lang coming up in hour two. I want to jump right out of the gate on this. Speaking with my American friends, specifically in Florida, they're wondering what's popping in Canada with hockey. And I said, everybody's talking about the Oilers media situation, the back and forth with Leon Draisaitl and Jim Mathis today. And I got to say an error, I think, in our YouTube vote because, listen, I got in my quick six show topics coming up. I've got the NHL from Tuesday night. We've got our top five, bottom five in the NHL. Toronto Argonauts naming their coaching staff. We have some WHL notes I'd like to pass along. NAF- NFL division playoff preview. Bet Regal's odds are out. We're going to play dealer no deal again. We've got a very special promo code and a way to get people betting this weekend on the NFL game. So we've got a lot to get to. But I'm sconced. <laughs> I got tingles with a neon Leon Jim Matheson back and forth. And our poll question today everybody's seen it, right? It's running on the news networks, not just TSN and Sports Center. Um, Jim Matheson, the reporter, the Hall of Fame reporter, as everybody will have you know. And that's not taking anything away from what Jim Matheson's done in his career, but I don't think that gives you an excuse to speak to Leon Dreisaitl the way that you did. And that's not putting Leon. Off the hook either. Who do you support in pissy games? Because Jim Matheson said to Leon Dreisaitl, the order star, why are you so pissy? And my options in the Capital Automall Universal Collision Center Twitter poll were, do you support Leon? Do you support Jim Matheson? Do you support both? Or do you support neither? And I voted neither because they're both acting like children. And anyways, I'm not, that's not even my first thing, but I just, I feel like we'll talk a lot about today. How about you? Yeah. And how
2: about that? I'm probably on the neither side either, like, or as well, like, it's, it's entertaining. Sure. And you, and you wonder why this doesn't happen more often. Now we know it does. Clark we- has amended the poll,
1: by the way, on YouTube. But, okay. Yeah. What does he, in both cases, everybody, the, the, the leaders dry saddle, everybody always said, uh sides with the players right well the, everybody hates the media
2: we have no fans right the media doesn't oh, have fans uh, none. but the players do so i get that um it's this stuff does happen behind closed doors it happens in the hallways tim hunter and i had one right it was a little bit of the same thing not quite not quite the same but um you see that happen all the time but not in that setting professional up at the podium press conference in front of all your peers um man, it is something. I would funny. tell them
1: both to grow up. And I just think that everybody Hall of Fame report. So what? Why would you use that term? Why are you so pissy? You might say that to your partner, your husband. You we had this discussion. But yes. Why are you so pissy? But you're in a professional scene like that, an NHL superstar in <laughs> a Hall of Fame. Why are you so pissy? Anyways, let's move on, okay? Yeah. Zach in Calgary's watching says, Good day, RP and Darren. It was great seeing you at the game last night. It was a great game. And that's the thing. The Flames fans are sitting there going, we just kicked the Panthers' ass last night. Can we talk about that? So let's hit the quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan, and thank you. Uh, In no particular order, Alex Ovechkin scored league-leading 27th goal of the season. Tom Wilson scored in overtime, and the Washington Capitals beat the Winnipeg Jets 4-3 Tuesday night. Ovechkin beat Connor Hellebuck, who made 27 saves. It was Ovi's 757th goal, also his 1,375th point. Putting him ahead of my favorite NHL player ever, Mike Madano, for 24th all time on the scoring list. And also the name of my cousin Christine's dog, Madano. They hit on Ealers. Four game suspension. That's what I think it should be. Moving on here in Cal, Sean Monahan scored twice for the first time season, and the Calgary Flames beat the NHL leading Florida Panthers 5 1. Sam Bennett scored for Florida who ended a four-game winning streak at a nine-game point streak. I said I was going to have fun today. I got to sprinkle this in. I'm not going to use any names because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But over there in that Calgary Stampede area, let's just say, the Stampede ground, and you were with me, so you know that I'm not pulling anybody's leg, right? Some guy's like, hey, do you want, do you want some of this Alberta beef? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I think I'm okay. We ate before we came to game. And he goes, it was in the area, okay? Of a saddle yeah. And And, oh, I said, oh, Alberta Beef 8, AAA. And he says, no, 4A. 4A, it's the best. I'm like, there's no such thing. And the guy, like, you're, you're from Florida? And I'm like, as far as you know, yes. I immediately texted my brother. I said, have you ever heard of 4A Beef? As our dad, being a farmer that he was, my brother's like, best I ever heard of was AAA. Me too. He was trying to pull a fast one on us last night. I think we were born at night, la- not last
2: night. Right. It was brisket at the, at the, in the meal there, and he's like, You got to try it. You know, it's, it's Alberta, right? It's, it's the best. It's right. the beef and triple it, right? Well, here it's 4A. He's trying to tell <laughs> right, you it's even. There's no such thing as 4A beef. He's trying to tell you that the Saddle Dome is this weird portal where they have even better beef that nobody's ever heard of before. Well, I did. It was the Saddle Dome.
1: I said Calgary Stampede Brown. Right. So anyways, and I said to the guy, what, did you massage the cow ahead of time? And the gal that was working, she's, and I thought that was funny.
2: You,
1: you walked rink.
2: around the rink and they, they like, well,
1: you weren't at the rink,
2: but no at the rink, when you were walking around later, like everywhere we've gone, people have thought you were not from here. Well, we're not right. And
1: not the, yet anyway.
2: Right. Like you could have probably, um, walked right into the Florida Panthers dressing room and nobody would have said anything. Almost did. Almost. Yeah.
1: Oh, and by the way, the buffet here at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, which we'll be attending tonight. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, said to me, what's better, Golden Corral or the Gray Eagle? Both great. Here's my answer on that. More quality here. More quantity there. Good answer. Right. They're like four to five times as many selections at the Golden Corral, but it's not as Mm. good. And I'm not pulling anybody's leg on that or selling you anything. That's the truth. Moving on. And our one-timers from the NHL on Tuesday night. Oh, licorice legs. Jasprey Kokunyemi scored twice during Carolina's five-goal first period. Jacob Slavin added a goal and two assists after a two-game absence, and the Hurricanes snapped Boston's five-game winning streak. Victor Hedman had two goals and an assist. Nikita Kucherov extended his scoring tear since returning from injury in Tampa Bay, topped L.A. 6-4 for its fourth straight win. Christian Dvorak scored twice. Sam Montembeau made a career-high 48 saves for a second win of the season, and Montreal beat Dallas 4-3. Oliver Wollstrom scored in the ninth round of a shootout, and the Islanders sent Philadelphia to their ninth straight loss, 4-3. I got to think the GM is next in line to walk the plank in Philly. Uh, in Ottawa, Michael Hauser made 43 saves in his season debut, and Buffalo beat Ottawa 3-1. Hauser became the sixth goalie to start a game for the Sabres. My favorite? Is Aaron Dell, the goalie who raced out of the net and made a body check the other night? Yeah. Aaron Dell just sounds like an NLL goalie. He does. Yeah. He keeps being like an NLL goalie, hundred percent. And lastly, Thatcher Demko made 31 saves to lead Vancouver over Skinning Nashville 3-1. We'll get to your comments in a moment. Um, Taco time viewer takeover. We hit up Taco Time yesterday at Chinook Center Mall. It was amazing. Found out there's like 17 Taco Times just in this city. Who knew Calgary was the mecca of taco time? I had no
2: idea. Did you? Not that there was that many. I was saying to you, like, when we pulled it up on the map, I'm like, I could pull up my
1: six iron. He had all 17 taco times. They're right there. Exactly. And uh, you're going to want to go watch our Instagram story at The Rod Peterson Show. Darren's done a very cute little video. It's actually quite funny because I asked the gal, can I have five hot sauce cups? And she, she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, count them up. I feel like Vic Router. <laughs> And one, two, three, he went and found it. A clip of Vic Router. So he's calling play-by-play of her putting my chocolate time hot sauce on my tray. Moving on to the NHL top five, bottom five. Are you ready, Darren? Yes. I put all of five minutes into this, but I think this is the best list of top five, bottom five teams in the National Hockey League here in late January. Here's our number one team in the National Hockey League. It's the Carolina Hurricanes. We got to stop ignoring them. They're the best team in the National Hockey League. 54 points to lead the league, a plus 45 goal differential. It's time we start talking about Carolina. Hashtag take warning. Number two, Florida still up there. They got punched in the mouth last night here in Calgary, but they've only played 30 games. They have a 31 winning percentage. We're up to find out who the real Panthers are on the road. Number three, the Colorado Avalanche. They've come out of nowhere, setting records for home wins. 156 goals, four is second only to the Florida Panthers, and they're the leaders of the Central, 8-1-1 in their past 10. Colorado, the third-best team in the NHL. Number four, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are who we thought they were. First in the Atlantic, and they're currently on a heater. The number four team. And number five, are you ready? The Pittsburgh Penguins. That's right. They've muscled their way into the top five. Don't look now. Eight and two in their past 10. They've only played 38 games. The Penguins on a run. The bottom five teams in the National Hockey League. This is where it gets real good. The 28th team in the NHL is the Buffalo Sabres, despite the win in Ottawa last night. They are who we thought they were. 29th team in the NHL is the Edmonton Oilers. Sorry. 30th team, the Arizona Coyotes. They're getting better. It cr- yes, incremental wins over iconic franchises, Toronto and Montreal, in the last week. 31st team, the Seattle Kraken, they are who we were afraid they were going to be. And they're coming off a nine-game losing streak. And 32nd team in the NHL is the Montreal Canadiens. And nobody can argue it. It's 11-11 in the promised land, Moose. Be aware of your thoughts. Okay, moving on. Um, I wanted to, there's a few things. Let's do some dub stuff here. Three games lined. Shun Shigeru was the lone scorer. The shootout is the Calgary Hitmen. Beat God's team, the Regina Pats, 4-3 in the Brand Center. Connor Bedard had an assist for the Pats, who incidentally, Moose and I were listening to the radio last night. Why don't, I've been doing a lot of talking here. Tell them about that commercial we heard for the Calgary Hitman on the radio.
2: Yeah. We got a kick out of this. The thing. flagship uh, radio station that does uh, broadcast the Hitman game. Watch the Calgary Hitman. See stars like Connor Bedard in Regina and Connor Geeky in Winnipeg as they come to town to take on Hitman. They can't put their own team. They're promoting the stars from the other markets. They which chose to. They chose to. Yeah. And actually, I, I like that. That was smart because, you know what? It is the next generation. It's a reason why Flames fans would go to the games, but I did get a kick we out We got a kick out of it.
1: Buy I Hitman tickets and come watch Connor Bedard. In Edmonton, Luke Prokop and Jackson Weeb scored 27 seconds apart as the Oil Kings down the Prince Albert Raiders 4-1. In Prince George, Johnny Hooker had two power play goals. He's still in the league. I know including event bench winner to lift the Cougars over Victoria 5-3. Um, what else do I have? So that's a lot of hockey here in the warm-up. We're going to – there will be a big hockey theme here. Again, Jermaine Franklin and Jim Lang coming up on the program today. I don't know. Well, on the hockey, yeah. Um, we thought you, I thought you
2: would like this, and I don't know if you've seen it. I watched the Connor Bedard-Pats highlights on TSN last night. They're now showing – CHL highlights on the network. I watched Shane Wright and King do their thing on the highlights. Now they're picking and choosing the stars, yeah, right that are going to be up in the next couple of drafts. But we're starting to see junior hockey highlights on TSN.
1: I have no, I don't know how I missed that because I had Sports Center on like three times—twice in my room and once in the gym. Yeah, how did I miss that? I don't know. But anyways, the Pats lost. Uh, just to hook you with the football, and that'll keep you past the break and coming back where we'll spend more time on Pissygate up in Edmonton. The Toronto Lions football team announced their Ching Hires for the 2022 season this morning. Who will work under head coach Ryan Dinwiddie. Mike Miller will coach quarterbacks. Chris Sweet will look after the offensive line. Pete Costanza is in as receivers coach and pass game coordinator while Edwin Harrison rounds out the offense as running backs and quality control coach. The defensive side, Under coordinator Corey Mace we will see William Fields control the secondary. Special teams will be coordinated by Mickey Donovan. Kevin Iben and Joshua Bell are back from 2021 under their same capacities. Not to name any names, but I spoke with one of these coaches this morning, and he's tremendously excited to get to Toronto and finish what they all started there under dinner. So the Argos uh, did that. The Rough Riders signed American receiver Shaq Evans to a contract extension Tuesday. An original fourth-round pick of the New York Giants out of UCLA. Also spent time with the Dallas Cats, New England Patriots, and Jacksonville Jaguars. Edmonton Elks signed quarterback Khalil Tate through for 6,000 yards during four seasons with the Arizona Wildcats. The Hamilton Tiger Cats re-signed American receiver-returner Poppy White on Tuesday. If his name sounds familiar, it should. Poppy White had a 92-yard punt-return touchdown in the East Final. Hamilton's 27-19 win over Toronto. I was watching that at an Outback Steakhouse in Lighthouse Point,
0: Florida.
1: How about that? Want to mention Canadians love Taco Time. Eat local and go loco. Taco Time uses fresh ingredients in Canada. Our beef, chicken, cheddar cheese, sour cream, and Mexi fries all come from the great white north. The leader in the clubhouse so far this week is Randy from Cochrane, Alberta saying if they'd allowed Novak Djokovic to play in the Australian Open, it would have been a Djokovic. I know it's not a Hall of Fame comment, but so far it's, it's the best. It's pretty it's good. It's the best that we've had. No, it's pretty good. So we're right on time. We'll take a timeout broadcasting from the Grey Eagle Resort. Grey Eagle,
0: Eagle Resort Center. and Casino.
1: When we come back, we'll unleash the new promo code from our friends at Bet Regal to get you dropping some change on this weekend's divisional NFL playoff game. There's a lot of talk about that. They do love the NFL here in Calgary. I'm hearing a lot of talk about these games. Uh, So the CFL notes and more on Pissy Gate. When we come back, you are watching the RP Show. Daytime sports talk across all 10 provinces and 31 states on Game Plus TV network. YouTube live and 24-hour sports radio at Rod Head
0: to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: It is the RP show, a shot from the Saddle Dome from Tuesday night's Flames win over the Florida Panthers. Nice work, Jordan. I don't think I even told him that I put those videos in there. You were saying that, that, uh, yeah. shoot, I forgot to tell Jordan they're not gonna get in the show. Right. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. I'm trying to find the photo of me and Vic Router. And I can't remember where I... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm searching through all my photos. Count them up. one, two, three, four, four. What an iconic voice. If you could believe, I actually think he's better at hockey than curling. And he's amazing at curling.
2: Uh, we were <laughs> talking about this. We, we have these industry conversations all the time. And, you know, there's an old saying... You know, from a salesman, I can sell the S. I can sell the best and the brightest and the smartest and the funniest. Or the fattest right? and the dumbest. Or the dumbest and the slowest, whatever. As long as you're an S, right? You got to have something distinct, character, right? You know, and all the, the greats have it. You don't want to be vanilla in the middle, you know, blend into the crowd. And Vic, I mean, from that, count him up, right? <laughs> Make the right. final. He did that for baseball, for hockey, for curling, for you,
1: great. everything. It was awesome. He's so good. And, distinct thing, I can't find it. I'll find it later. Uh, I wanted to say this too yesterday. I was, uh, I think, it was on the show. I said, I, I wonder where the Florida Panthers their winter gear because they went sled dog racing in the Rockies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was talking to their staff last night at the Saddle Dome, and they said, not all of them, but a lot of them rented the clothing. Did you know you could do that? No, I didn't. I, I knew- had no idea that you could rent winter wear. Like, I know hotels you, can, and you can rent ski boots
2: and, and you know, helmets and skis and that stuff. But I didn't know you could rent gloves and jackets and toques and exactly. stuff. Exactly.
1: So that's what a lot of them did. How about that? Like, crazy. Nice. And I believe there's 4A beef, but I don't necessarily believe that. Uh, John Ohm is up in Winnipeg. Ohm, poor Leon Dreisidel. Shut up, media, with your dumb questions. I feel for the player. He says, again, that's, I know that's what they're going to want to talk about here today. The poll yes. question today for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, who do you support in pissy gate? Edmonton reporter Jim Matson saying, to other star Leon yesterday, why are you so pissy? In a news conference format. And it devolved from there. And so I'm voting for neither. But I will say this, it's probably going to go in my commentary tomorrow. But one thing that I do not miss at all and, frankly, never want to go back to doing is those post-game live interviews as a play-by-play guy. At some point, people are going to realize, I don't want to go back to play-by-play. Because if he could just call the game, that would be best. Yeah. It's not that. That's 5% of the job. Those live post-game interviews, particularly when your team loses, are the worst. This was an off day, by the way, Seidel and Jim Matheson. But Chris Jones is tough to interview at the best of times when they win. Um, yeah, and again, Bryce in a bad mood. The reporter, you have some thoughts on this? Was the one saying, "I don't care how long you've been the hall in the Hall of Fame, or if you've even are in the Hall of Fame." Didn't give you a right. I didn't like that comment. I don't particularly like Bryce I've seen him be a jerk to the media for years. I'm not on either side. Why are you so pissy? (laughs) Terrible question by Jim Matheson. They're both in the wrong. Well, they are. And, you know, for
2: Jim, and I don't know Jim, um, you know, and I'm sure, you know, we'd get along and everything would be great. Now, to me, it's like he's hit the end of the rope. He's, He's, you know, trying to break through the wall and he can't. So then you go to this. You know, I think over the years, you know, reporters would continue to, and the good ones like Jim would continue to ask the hard question, right? They're not going to try and just give you softball questions because you're in a bad mood. They're going to ask the real questions that need to be asked. So he was doing that. And when he was getting bad answers, you'd, you'd usually say, okay, it was it tough answer. I'd, you know, you're not giving me anything. So I'd ask another hard question. But it sounds like Jim got frustrated and it's like, okay, fine. Why are you so pissy? You know, it's like in an argument and just getting upset, getting mad instead of continuing to have a constructive conversation, right? And continuing to ask the questions until you get an answer that you want. It was. It was frustrating. It was immature from both sides, and it just, it's created great content for us, but it doesn't look very good for either of those guys.
1: The text line is open, 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text copy. Rod Peterson. There's the number. And I'm just going to read this here. Brian from Belcarus has written in. And he says, hi, guys, I've been listening to the Monday and Tuesday episodes this morning, and the audio quality is not the best. Lots of spots where it seems to miss a second or two, if you know what I mean. I'm just wondering if it's an issue with my phone, Apple podcast, or if you guys are having issues with Gray Eagle. I'm not complaining, just wondering. Now, there is how you would word a message like this. Very well done. That's, Respectful. Are you guys pissy? Yeah. Um, what the hell's going on over there? Sorry. So I'm just passing this along to our tech team. That's what he's saying. And I said to him that he's the first to say anything. So we'll look into it. Um, To the football, let's talk about the special promo code from our friends at betregal.ca for this weekend's NFL playoff games. Uh, Over the last 24 hours, the betting lines have not shifted at all. They remain the same. And let me just dig it up here. Four games this weekend. A little more manageable if you want to have a leaf outside of watching football. But a doubleheader on Saturday. Mooses Bengals. Sorry, Mooses Titans. Thank you. Home to the Cincinnati Bengals. The Titans are favored by 3.5. We went through this yesterday. You said you'd take that. I will. San Francisco at Green Bay Saturday night. We're considering throwing a watch party here in Calgary. Is that something you might be interested in? Come down to a location and watch the Packers and 49ers with us from the Rod Peterson show. We're fiddling with the notion of it. Yep. Packers favored by six. You said no deal. No deal. You still think the Packers will win, but less than six? Yeah, I think
2: six is too much of a point spread. I think the professional bettors would probably take San Francisco on that one.
1: Sunday, Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Buck favored by three. If you notice, I've deftly dodged putting my picks on this, but I I, I will say, I'm. With you so far on okay. those first two, I think the Bucs will, I think the, that's where the heart gets. I know. Tom Brady. I think the Bucks will win. I think it'll be by more than three, but dang, did the Rams look good Monday night. they looked really good. In flattening, in
3: motorboating,
2: the Arizona Cardinals. That's, that's the best I've seen them look all year. And it, and it really starts to make you wonder if, if they're going to be playing at SoFi, you know, in February.
1: And then Buffalo at Kansas City. That's the late game, the last game. And the Chiefs are favored by two. And there are a lot of people that feel the Bills are going to want to arrowhead and take the three out of there. I'm not sure that I'm one of them. I think the Chiefs are still the chief. I think that they are still who we thought that they were. The thing with the Bills mafia and their fan base, a lot of bravado. They're very loud. Yes. And they almost make you believe in what they're saying because they're so confident. Right. I know. How are you? I'm saying I'll take the bet, Chiefs. Yeah, I'm, like still,
2: I'm still there. I think a home team, less than a field goal, I think you like that, um, the spread. Um, and the Chiefs, they've been rolling. They really have. I mean, I look, what I look at, and I've looked at this a lot, is third down. I think, you know, if you are good on third down, um, I think that for me, that's one of the biggest stats I look at. I mean, we look at penalties and time of possession and all that stuff. But when it's hard to get Patrick Mahomes off the field, Josh Allen's not going to be on the field a whole lot. They, they chew clock. They run down. And if you can limit them to field goals, you have a chance. But they're so good on third down, I think that's going to really cripple the bills.
1: So our friends at Regal have come up with a special promo code in partnership with us, RP22. Tell our viewers about that.
2: Yeah, for, it's, it's just in time for uh, the year 2022. So uh, you get $22.00. To play with when you use the promo code RP22 and you sign up at betregal.ca. So sign up, play with us during the uh, divisional round of the playoffs in the NFL this weekend and use the promo code RP22 at betregal.ca.
1: So we've covered uh, quite a bit around here and I'm going to turn it over to the viewer a little bit in the time we have left. Then we're going to bring in TSN's Jermaine Franklin, whom well, I can't say I feel like I know him because I do know him, but it's like he's in, been in my room every day. Right was was SportsCenter. Exactly. right? I watch it so much. So the people want to talk about Pissygate, and I knew that we were going to spend a lot of time on it. And it is a little bit of a disservice for the Flames because of how well they played last night in a 5-1 win over Florida. But we'll talk more Flames with Frankie when he comes on. Um, the insiders felt it was the best Flames game of the year and probably won. On the Pissygate, Landon MacArthur watching on YouTube says, Leon Dreisaitl is a leader on the team, and as a leader, he needs to be the front man to face the media, especially when things are going bad. I agree. I mean, that thing started innocently enough. What's the one thing that the orders need to be better at, Leon? We need to be better at everything. There was nothing wrong with that. And in the back of his mind, he's probably thinking goal-ending like the rest of us, but he's not going to throw... <laughs> The goalie's under the bus. We'll leave that to the head coach. Um, From Canuck God watching on YouTube says, granted, they have a few games in hand, but how are the orders behind the Canucks? Is that a rhetorical question? Because you know the answer to it. Yeah, they haven't played as many games, and they're the second worst team in the NHL since December 1st. That's how. Right. And Vancouver's been hot. The general in Calgary says, I'm Leon. These reporters think they own the world. And that's the other side. Were you not saying last night that you automatically will take the media side? Did you not say that in the car? Or did I mishear you? Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't think, think I said think.
3: that. but
1: Maybe somebody else said it. Maybe. I not remember. But I don't. I'm not on either. I've never been on either side. Yeah, I've never really been welcomed so much by the media. I've never really totally been welcomed by... The players and coach, I've always been somewhere in the middle. So in this situation, I'm in the middle, and I think they're both wrong.
2: It's different when you're in that situation from ours, right? When you're more in the commentary like we are or you do play-by-play, you have a more intimate relationship with the players and the teams than, than your average reporter does, right, or your columnist. You know, all that, you know, the connection for the most part that these columnists and, and reporters have with the players is with a buffer, right? Of a microphone and a buffer of, you know, a press conference. You don't often quite as much one-on-one time or time to just talk, right? You're never spending as much time just in a coach's office. It's always coordinated scrums and press conferences. And so you have to ask all these tough questions and you don't really get to know each other on a personal level. And for Leon, you know what I kind of wish he would have said? You know, when when Jim says, you know, why are you pissy? Why are you being so pissy? I said, because we're losing! Like, just to be upset. Like, to see some raw emotion, to be, you know what? We're all mad because we're not as good as we want to be. I think, you know, it would go a long way with the fan base to see the players upset like that. I really do.
1: Well, everybody has a job to do. And I think in both cases, the media doesn't really respect necessarily where the players and coaches are coming from and i know for a fact the players and coaches don't always respect where the media is coming from and uh, we continue to chase our tail on this and there will never be a conclusion for sure uh jeff the stamps fan says post-game hockey interviews are just a series of common cliches and offer little insight i've got more thoughts on that and he's right what's the i always say what's the point why are we doing these between the benches interviews the coaches don't say why are we doing it but the one thing Eric Tillman said, who remains a very good friend of mine, he said, let just imagine, and this was years ago, he said it, if I get it slightly wrong, I apologize. But he was like, just imagine that you go to leave the house and you spill coffee on your shirt and you get a flat tire on the way to work, you get it fixed, then you get a speeding ticket, everything's going wrong, right? And you race into work and all of a sudden there's 20 reporters with cameras shoved in your face and they're all saying, went wrong. What could you have done better? Why are you pissy? Right? Yeah. And he's like, just imagine if it was you. Nobody will ever do that. But Eric Tillman always had a really good way of putting things in normal terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Moose, I'll see you back here for hour two. Sounds good. Uh, A sports update. The NHL will stop testing asymptomatic players, coaches, and staff who are fully vaccinated following the All-Star break. The only exception is when the tests are needed for crossing the Canada-U.S. border. The Toronto Raptors continue a five-game and a road trip in Dallas. The Raps are one and two on the swing away from Scotiabank Arena so far. With a win against Milwaukee, bookended by losses to Detroit and Miami, Toronto wraps up the roadie Friday at Washington. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. For the tap, brew house, and drive-thru liquor store, and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Jermaine Franklin coming up. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at ronpetersen.com
0: to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: Everybody was bundled up in the Saddle on Tuesday night, but they were so happy they went. The Calgary Flames playing their best game of the year. A 5-1 victory. Over the NHL's top team, or at least they were last night, the Florida Panthers. In our top five, bottom five, we have uh, anointed the Carolina Hurricanes as the number one team in the NHL. We're broadcasting live from Grey Eagle Resorting Casino. Join us this February 11th. Three music royalty, Pam and Lori Morgan, winners of the Grammy Award and highly celebrated by critics, will be here celebrating their melodic voices and incredible shows. Ladies and gentlemen, Pam and Lori Morgan, bring their Grits and Glamour tour to the Grey Eagle Events Center right here. Gr-
0: February...
1: friday february 11th tickets still available at ticketmaster.ca well there will always be calgary in this guy jermaine franklin uh, joins us from tsn sports hey frank you're smiling already man thanks for getting up and joining us because you post late nights how were things out in the big uh, smoke today
3: You know what, things are uh, looking good in the big smoke. We got a big dump of snow just a couple of days ago and uh, digging ourselves out of it. But uh, but yeah, things are great. Really happy to be on the desk enjoying myself. And yeah, you're right, Rod, Calgary will always be a part of me. That's for sure. And the flames certainly perform quite well. And I love that jingle by Great Eagle Resort and Casino, just getting it going. That's why I'm smiling so much. This is such an off spot, and you know it well. You know, but I got to ask you this.
1: I think the Flames seem to be your number one team. And I saw Craig Button saying last night that you, Jermaine, know Daryl Sutter better than anybody. And the Flames are getting on this heater and this run, and we'll talk about that. But, man, are they loving the struggles of the Oilers here and the neon Leon Jim Matheson. But they're just loving it in Calgary. Can you imagine
3: Oh, it, <laughs> I don't have, well, I can imagine what it's like right now, but um, being in Calgary for so long, I know they loved any t- kind of turmoil happening up north, and it happened a few times in my years there. I'll never forget um, a local, the local radio, sports radio station made a, a, a jingle uh, or, or a, a project after the Oilers gave up 10 at home uh this is a at least a decade ago and <laughs> all of calgary loved it it was so popular it got so big that the oilers actually um had to say something uh to to the to the fan about it and it was it was kind of funny but yeah calgary always enjoys when the oil um have a bit of an oil slick we'll say well there's very very good chance this is the best rivalry
1: And all of sports. But I would like to talk about the Flames. And I enjoyed you and Craig Button's back and forth. Craig's going to join us down here at Gray Eagle next week. With him saying that you know Daryl Sutter as well as anybody, I'd like to ask you, Jermaine, what is his secret? Because it's a lot of the same players. It's been for years, but they're playing differently. What is it about Daryl?
3: You know, uh, what I think, uh, first of all, Daryl Sutter, he's pretty open in terms of, well, I shouldn't say he's pretty open, but um, after all these years, you have to believe what he says is the truth. And the one thing that he always says, Rod, is hard work. You always ask, how are you guys doing? How do you do it? Hard work. Um, And it's not just uh, hard work. I, I think it's also teaching his players to work smart. Um, The best coaches figure out a way to communicate with the players, tell them what their job is, give them uh, a tangible goal, and the players know if they're reaching it or not. And these guys have pride and they make sure that they get done what needs to get done. And I think Daryl Sutter is so good at that. Um, obviously you put together that top line with, with Johnny Gaudreau and Kachuk and Lindholm. And it's just amazing the way that the guys are working together. And the one thing was before Daryl came back, it was can't separate Johnny and Monty. Can't separate Johnny and Monty. That's, that's Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monaghan. And that was because they produced so much, but that was because Sean Monaghan produced so much with, with Goudreau on the wing. Goudreau was his feeder, even though um Monaghan was the center. It was Goudreau who was really the guy, the engine that pushed that line. But when it comes right down to it, Monaghan's in a D spot in the fourth line. And the truth is he doesn't necessarily have the speed uh, that that you you need to be a top line center. He doesn't have the speed, he doesn't have the physicality. All of a sudden you get Elias Lindholm in there. Lindholm has always been good, but now he has that dynamic force and Johnny Gaudreau and Kachuk is is probably one of the smartest players in the league. And that line is just blown up. And I think the fact that Daryl Sutter can also make sure that each and every line has their job, does the job, um, especially the defensive end, which by the way, makes Markstrom uh, look a lot better and he is playing an outstanding having an outstanding season it's just uh, a recipe for success something that daryl sutter has had everywhere he's gone
1: absolutely he just has something about bringing the best out in his guys uh, i've got two more questions for you and one is about the saddle dome i was very eager to get to calgary and sort of get the latest the goods on the dome and i don't know where you stand on it uh, people just very upset that the? the deal on away and falling apart. The people feel that the rink has outlived its usefulness. And I understand it. They said that compression of the ceiling is worn out when it snows. It's, you know, it might be a hazard. And then there are others yeah. that say, literally last night told me, I've never seen anything fall from the roof. This rink's fine. As far as I'm concerned, I think if you had a vote, most people would say we need a new arena, but it, and I'm, how do you feel about this whole saga? Cause I came away from last night's game
3: going, yes, Calgary needs a new arena. Oh, they need a new arena absolutely rod and if somebody i don't know who told you they never saw anything fall from the roof, but they weren't there every day in the winter because I think everybody who's gone to the dome on a regular basis have seen those chunks of cement falling from the roof of the saddle dome um it's just it's just outdated it's time for a new arena it's unfortunate that things have um come away the way they have and I'll be completely honest I am not a big political guy so I haven't paid too much attention uh to the new rink once the, once they came to the deal and came to the agreement I thought all bets were off and they, they were going to have a new arena now it seems like egos have come to play come into play and obviously the people that get ho- held hostage are the fans themselves but the one thing that you can guarantee is the fact that the Saddle Dome cannot sustain or last too much longer when it comes to NHL properties, when it comes to holding an NHL team like the Calgary Flames. It just doesn't live up to the standard that has been built over the last few decades. And it's, it's time. It basically is time. Raptors is where I'll finish
1: this because I know you're a huge Raptors follower. And if I dare say fan, I know that is a swear word for the media, but they're at Dallas tonight. Rough start, but they seem to be coming around. They're in a lot of close games. What's possible for the Raptors this year, do you think, Frankie?
3: Uh, I, think, uh, I think they could make the playoffs. I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, it's funny, we just talked about uh, Sutter and and the way that he has proven that he is an outstanding coach everywhere he went. Nick Nurse has been in the game a long time as well. Obviously, he's only coached the Raptors. But the truth is, in Nick Nurse, you trust because of what he's been able to accomplish in such a a short amount of time. And then the fact that the Raptors are basically healthy now, and you're, you're seeing a young Scottie Barnes play beyond his years. You're seeing a Pascal Siakam finally growing. And I shouldn't say finally, because we put a lot of pressure on him after he signed that deal. Uh, But it has not been an easy road for anybody in any sports league and he didn't have a good year last year, plain and simple. But now that he's continuing to mature, he's turning into the player um, that many of us or many people thought that he could be. And you know what, I'm going to put a caveat on that, uh, Rod, because I won't even say many people thought he could be. Everyone thought he should be because of the paycheck that he was now getting. But the NBA teams has got to spend money. Kawhi left. There wasn't a ton. Freddie Van Vliet got his money. Kyle Lowry
0: left. Somebody has to get that cash.
3: And Pascal Siakam deserved it on that premise alone. And now he's actually growing into that contract and, and becoming, if he continues to progress, worth every penny. Oh, it's
1: been fun to watch them. Come together as a team throughout this season, and I'm with you. Uh, And once you're in the
3: playoffs, who knows where you go from there.
1: Jermaine, keep up the great work. We're watching every day. Great job, and thank you for this.
3: I enjoy it. Uh, Thanks for having me, Rod. And can't wait to get one of those RP sweaters or T-shirts. I'll fill it out nice. We'll send you one.
1: (laughs) Okay. We know where to find you. We'll send it. Thank you, Jermaine. (laughs) TSN Sports Center's Jermaine Franklin joining us from TDOT. Taco Time, viewer takeover when we come back. On the way today, our NFL insider Jim Lang as well. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio with Rod Peterson.
0: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: that well, was an interesting night in the saddle dome look at what went down tuesday night everybody masked up restrictions in place i don't know what the announced attendance was i tried to look it up and couldn't find it um it is taco time viewer takeover just me and you until the top of the hour then the moose will rejoin us A Great event center at the resorting, because so Taco Time signature hot sauce is made in house daily. Just wanted to let you know that five of those little Dixie cups I put back of hot sauce yesterday, and people are saying that that was nothing. Um, so yeah, bring it, bring it on here. Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, writes in says the saddle dome and NHL standard. Nobody deserves anything. And if the people of, Cal- we decide that the CSE Calgary, what, sports entertains asking too much, then build it yourself, Flames owners. Well, that is a decidedly left-wing point of view, Donnie. What, 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 what are we supposed to do here? I saw it for myself last night. The roof is worn out. People are starting to get worried. Oh, we're going to start a holy war on that here today? Because I entered the week going, hey, eh, the rink looks fine to me. You want, what, you two different things. And it swung from me being here the last five days now from, no, they don't want it. No, they don't just want it. They need it. So, and it's, yeah, probably Murray Edwards could, uh, the owner of the Flames could pay for the rink on his own. But it's Canada, right? Where the government, Helps out help people, but they did. And look at where your beloved rough ride play. How much government funding was involved there. What? Canuck God, that is the person's name watching on YouTube. Canuck God, last minute of play, last minute of play an hour one. Canuck God says, fan of the Jets growing up, added the Canucks and then Jets 2.0 when they came back to Winnipeg. He says, uh, Canuck God says he can't wait. To see the Blue Bombers win the Great Cup in Regina and accomplish the 3P in the stadium of their arch rival. We'll talk about that when you come back an hour or two. That would be great. Is this um, Jay Corgi 37 watching on YouTube? Says, Great to see the success of the show, Rod and team. Keep up, keep up the great work. I'm assuming that Jeremy Corrigan watching in uh, Prince George. We've been very, very lucky, and we've had the support of a lot of really great people. That's all I can say about the success of this show. But we're very happy, I can tell you that. Coming up in hour two, our NFL insider, Jim Meng. And the we will be back as well. Stick around. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.